big rocks and all that sort of thing. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, okay. I didn't record any of that. Okay, start again. <laughs> Probably best as well. Just start, start up now. Yes, so uh, welcome to another extremely professional, well-recorded, well-run, deeply researched uh, edition of uh, the Mick Wall podcast featuring featuring Johnny James Hotton. <laughs> that should be my new name. That's quite good. Yeah, I like for that. You. Yeah. yeah, it could. No, it could. It could kickstart your maudlin like, career. You that's see. true. It could bring you back. It could. Yeah, like Ronnie would consistently come back. You think he's finished, but here comes heaven and hell. Exactly. You think it's all over. Here's Holy Diver. That's right. You yeah. you 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 think he couldn't possibly write any more amazing songs. Here comes Rainbow in the Dark. Yeah. And Lock Up the Wolves. Oh, that was a good one. Oh. Egypt, the chains are on. One of my personal favourites. <laughs> one of his I, personal favourites. That's favorites. The, my alarm call every morning. It, it plays Egypt <laughs> by Ronnie James Dio featuring mm. Ronnie James Dio. Yeah. So, um, uh, uh. Yeah, you, we we fixed the sound problem now, haven't we? Because you've got a you've got the the classic good microphone. Yeah, I'm on an experimental device. It's new, top of the range. <laughs> <laughs> he just told me he got it off Amazon for sixteen quid. So obviously it's going to work. I mean, it's <laughs> this is going to sound like hysteria. This podcast. Oh yeah. People are going to say in thirty years time. Oh, I mean. The music's dated, but the recording quality it is extraordinary. Is, yeah, yeah. Extraordinary. Uh, Mutt Lang keeps emailing, and I keep saying, look, Mutt, for the leave last it. time, leave, leave it, it. You're yesterday's man, <laughs> I told him. I said, if this is 1986 <laughs> again, mate, maybe. I'd take your call. Yeah, but it ain't, yeah. you know. As it is, we're both sitting here on big piles of money. I don't need you. <laughs> Right, so let's jump straight into the news, uh, and I and we both came up with this startling fact because oh, we're now honing our news sense. We know what a story is when we see it. We do, yeah. we and do. we saw this simultaneously. Headline news. Headline news. Do you want to? Well, it was. I saw a picture of of your friend and my. Well, not my friend, but your friend, Mister Tony Iommi. <laughs> Of Black Sabbath, yeah, and it was a, it was a big announcement. It was like Tony Iommi, Black Sabbath, new song. Yeah, Tony's written a new song, but it was inspired by the actual point of the advertisement, which is Tony Iommi's new scent. He's got a, a he's got a, a line of aftershave coming out. Yeah, cologne, cologne, gentleman's cologne, gentleman's cologne. So you don't need to have had a shave. I don't think Tony is a big shaver. Is he? Well, he's not bearded. No, but he's got a huge handlebar. He has, but he still get a bit of 
splash on either side of that. I suppose that's true, but I think it's more of a, isn't it like a spray? I don't know what it is. I, d- I thought I you were wearing thought, it. Well, because, no, in, when I, I saw it, I thought it's going to be like it might even be hairspray because you know you still got the, well, you know you still got the seventies hair. Because I was associated, I thought if Tony Omi's going to do a line of grooming products, mm. the first one he's going to do is a kind of hairspray like Cossack or something like Cossack. that. He used to get it in the 70s. Cossack. There was one called Cossack, and, he, and its rival was called Black Knight. Ooh, yeah. the deep purple And song. I used to have Black Knight. I used Did to you? Have Black Knight one. Just throwing out a bit of hairspray. Black Knight. So you used to wear hairspray? <laughs> All the time. <laughs> because... Your locks otherwise become unruly. Well, they, 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 they start, yeah. Whereas if you look at Tony Omi, he's essentially wearing a helmet. I mean, he might as well have a helmet on. A knight? You mean like move. a knight's yeah, suit it's like, of armour? You know, Aussie comes out, well, let's go fucking mental. And he's like headbanging, headbanging. But Tony, if mm. he headbangs, which is rare, usually mm. just stands still. Yeah. But should he headbang, mm. it all stays in order. It all stays in line. That's true. Actually. You know that, don't you? Yeah, you know. I know you come to mention Geezer, it. he gave Geezer a bit of a shot every now and again. If you notice, Geezer's hair's gone through several stages. Tony Amy's has never changed. Ooh. Never That's changed in style. It's never changed in look. I mean, uh, even if the hair's... I wouldn't be surprised if someone said to me, did you know Tony Amy's hair doesn't grow? It just it's just got to a certain length and that's the same actually the same hair. Are you not suggesting perhaps that you can actually take it off at night, are you? Maybe you could, I don't know. Are you suggesting perhaps that Tony has a crown on his I don't think he has no no I'm I'm honestly not. I think he's I think it's I think it's genuine hair. Oh no, I think it's genuine I don't think it's genuinely black. It might not be genuinely black. Oh I don't think there's any might about it. That's Tony's look, isn't it? That's if he if he came out with grey hair, you know. Or he could do like Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page went grey ages ago, and like all the rest of them, he would dye it. But then Jimmy Page, I think, came up with a great idea, which was dye it white. Yeah, yeah. Which which is, you know, you don't see... That's that's a strong move right there. I think he should have done half of it white and half of it. That would have been amazing if he'd done that. Yeah, that is a fantastic idea. That's a look. Who could rock that look, do you think, these days? I mean, Freddie Mercury, Mm. I know he's not in a rock band, you know, but Freddie Mercury... And he also didn't have long hair. Well, no, he did throughout the 70s. Well, very briefly. No, not very briefly, for a number of years. Most people's image of Freddie Mercury is not with long hair. Well, maybe your generation, because you're just a pup, If I drag you back to Tony Iommi... Oh, yes, please. Your vision of Tony Omi is very much with the same hairstyle he's always had. Well, I suppose that's true. But here's here's one moment where he did deviate, and I think not in a good way. Um, if you look at pictures of the band from about, I was going to say, 72, something like that, Tony actually shaved off the moustache. Did he? Have you never yeah. seen those pictures? He is unrecognisable. Because he's a man who lives in permanent Movember. It's always Movember around Tony's house. It's all, in fact, did you know uh, in, in, in that the next Sabbath album, working title is Movember? Oh, yeah, it's going to come out in Movember. Metal Movember. It, the, only reason, <laughs> the only reason he didn't do that is people might confuse it with a charitable endeavour. Yeah, I know. And they yeah, wouldn't give him the cheque. Yeah. Make, please make the cheque payable to, you know, Movember charity. No. Yeah, Metal Movember. Yeah. T-I-O-M-E, that's who the cheque's yeah. payable to. Yeah, absolutely. 
Tony. So anyway, he's got a scent. He's got a scent. And you, it's you knew what it was called. I couldn't S- remember. Scent of dark. Scent of dark. <laughs> See, that, that, that sounds you, euphemistic. You could have had your dark. Sounds was it euphemistic. Dark night. No, black night. Oh, sorry. Oh shit. Hang on. Thanks to the uh, wonders of technology, uh, you didn't have to endure that boring phone call I had to take. No. It was from my doctor. Who oh, it was your doctor? I thought it was. I thought it was. You uh, thought it was my drug dealer. I didn't thought you? it was Mark Landing the way you were talking to him. <laughs> what dismissively? Yeah, dismissive. Yeah, yeah. yeah like I'm, work, I'm working right no, now, Mark. No idea what you were talking about. Yeah, I'm working yeah. right now. I yeah. said to him, Mart. M- yeah, Mart. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I do know what you mean. Yeah, I was here. So we were back to uh, Tony. Well, Iommi. Tony, I mean, that's the story, isn't it? He's, he's issued Scent a line of, of dark. Scent of dark. Yeah, which I mean, it's a bit. It sounds slightly euphemistic to me. It could mean anything. What do you mean? It's well, like, you know, scent of dark. It's like <laughs> could be something filthy. I think you it probably is. Well, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I I I heard, uh, and this is a fact. <laughs> I heard that the original name, well, they was had a, it was like you know scent of dark. Yeah, and then it was like a subheading, which I believe they've now removed. Right. It was scent of dark for men. Yeah, yeah, it should because it is only going to be for men. It's not. A, it's not going to be one of these unisex. No, I don't think Tony, Tony's not a unisex. He's not a kind unisex of kind of guy, except for no. that time when he shaved off his moustache. Yeah, and then he went unisex very briefly. He shaved his moustache off, and he's actually smiling. Yeah, it, he totally. It was all wrong. Completely yeah. wrong. But it's a mistake he's not repeated. No, we true. have to give him credit for that. We, we do. I don't think he's and, and I think since. I think the sort of upshot of the scent was that he's going to make a solo album. Whether that is scent connected, I don't know. You, you mean smell? It's smell connected. Smell the glove. <laughs> he's finally going to make it. <laughs> scent. No, he of should the be glove. made to make smell the glove. Yeah. Scent of the glove. Yeah, that's yeah. what it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so that's exciting news. Um, and the and one of the other headlines uh, this of the week day. of the day. Um, again, please, you, you carry on because you brought me this hot item. Well, they're, they're, I brought you two hot items. Oh, did you? I did. What was the other one? I did. Well, we can probably dispense with this one reasonably quickly. The first one was that uh, Ozzy Osbourne has rescheduled his tour. <laughs> For 2023. Yeah, that, that sounds that's, optimistic. It's not even, that's not even next year. No. That's that, the year after. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's an optimistic... Well, it uh, is if you have your original ticket, which by the time the gig comes around, you will have held for five years. <laughs> while in exchange, Sharon has been holding your money. Mm. Yeah, Keeping it, rest, keeping it safe. resting in her keeping account. It, keeping it safe. Resting in her well, account. Let's face it, if you hadn't sent it to her via the Ozzy Osbourne ticket, you probably would have spent it by now. Yeah, true. But true. Better at, to be give your money to Sharon. At this point, when, when you get to 2023 and the tour is extended yet again... That's if he's still around, let's be fair. You're thinking it, you're thinking I'm it. I'm not thinking anything yes, of the are. kind. I, I would never think I, I'm. I'm not thinking he's going to be in a fit state to tour. I'm wondering if the, they go down sort of the hologram route or something, if it's still valid, you know. <laughs> If Ozzy pre-records his bits. Or she could take a leaf out of her father's book, Don Arden. Just have him on for a day, or like the first number. First but then number. he'd still have to do the tour. Yeah, but Gaffer... T- if yeah, you but go, okay. She doesn't care. She just go, ship him around. You go around the hologram route. Listen, he Ozzy hasn't been properly fit to do a tour for about 40 years, okay? 
It's never stopped Sharon getting him out They've there. They've patched him up and got him out there they, somehow. They absolutely have. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I, all I can say, take her father's uh, way with Gene Vincent when he used to you, gaffer you, you take know, him. You now have told this story for three <laughs> consecutive podcasts. It's not that it's not a good story. It's that we've heard it. But did you? Oh, oh you've heard that yeah, story. We've heard. Did you story. know that then? He would gaffer tape <laughs> Gene Vincent to the mic stand. Did you know that? I didn't know it until you told it several oh, right. times. Okay, well, you may have forgotten. You see, yeah, people yeah. don't always retain the actuality. That's true. So we need That's to refresh true. them. So we? anyway, the the support band on the tour, which was going to be Judas Priest, they've had enough now. They're doing their own tour. They're they're back out there next year. Ooh. Yeah. So who's going to be? They're the not th- waiting. Who's going to be the support? Black Sabbath? I think, it, I think it's that famous band called TBA. T- oh, yeah. yeah, them. yeah. yeah. TBA. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. see them on a lot of posters. <laughs> but you never actually see the band. They've been around a long yeah. time. They've yeah. been around a long time. Very long time. Well, see, maybe what she needs to do is talk to Jimmy Page and form Black Zeppelin or Led Sabbath. Uh, because they've got the band, yeah, they ne- just need Aussie to sing. Neither of them want to go on tour, though, do they? Jimmy doesn't want to go on tour, does he? What, with Led Zeppelin? Yeah, he'd give his <laughs> right testicle. I know, yeah, but I, I think in his mind, I, I in his when, mind. When, he, when he sees that gig in his mind's eye, mm. he doesn't see Ozzy Osbourne. He doesn't. Well, he saw Stephen Tyler for a few well, minutes, briefly, didn't he? Yeah, and until Miles he, Kennedy. Until he was confronted by the actuality <laughs> of Stephen Tyler. <laughs> At which point he realised it was a terrible idea. That's true, that's true. But yeah. then he tried Miles Kennedy. Yeah, he's the, who's one of those guys who just goes around singing with other people, isn't he? Yeah, because yeah. C- he can sing. Can sing, no one knows who he is. That's yeah. a bit of a drawback. Well, it's weird, isn't it? Because he can sing, if he can you play can, guitar. If you can sing, but no one knows who you are, you want to be like Arnell in Journey and the fact that you look exactly like the previous person. That helps because people can just turn up and go, oh, it might have been Steve Perry, it might have been someone who doesn't remember, still good. Well, he definitely sounds like a classic Steve Perry. I'm not sure about this looks exactly... Well, Are you I'm saying Steve Perry is a Filipino... I didn't take my glasses, I was at the back of the hall, he, was, he had black hair, he was singing Journey That's songs. Yeah. Well, what else do you want to know? I think you're... Going back a few years, though, because these days he's Steve's got short not, hair. Steve's not got black hair anymore. No, no, Arnell. He has dark, oh, short, short hair. hair short now. hair, yeah. I wouldn't have advised that. No. I wouldn't have advised that no. at all. Because no. some of us that go <laughs> might then come out and go, well, who is that for the singing <laughs> there? Steve Perry's yeah, really yeah, lost Steve a lot Perry's of weight. Steve cut, cut his hair. hair. Yeah, yeah. He cut his hair for. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Don't stop believing. Yeah. So, um... Uh, Aussie will be touring in 2023. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to make a bet right now that that never happens. What, 2023 or Aussie touring? Either. Yeah. No, neither of those two things, things are ever going to happen. I think if he does anything, it will be a farewell. F- farewell concert. Yeah. In LA, farewell concert in London. Yeah. You know, farewell concert in Aston, in Birmingham. And you know who will play at that? Tony Iommi. Of course he will. With the scent of dark. Scent of dark. That's what you do. The lights will go down. You won't see anything, but you'll get you'll, you'll get, get a good waft, waft of scent of dark. Scent of that, well, dark. That, that, what's they'll do? They'll pump it into the arena, and you'll all smell it. And then as you go out, you better buy it. Yeah, that's be amazing. right. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Dun, 
dun, dun, dun, dun, dun. Splash a little bit of scent of dark. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, there you go. You got it. They can have that one for free if they want it. Yeah. <laughs> the, the song that they wrote. No, no, the the uh, the uh, promotional jingle. I've okay. just uh, <laughs> d- done a sound design. Very sound good. design. Very good. So. That kind of plays into the other news item I brought to the table. Oh, did you? Okay, yeah. I, did, I brought another one. Did you? I was sent via... via uh, the dark. Yeah, sent yeah, by sent, the dark. Sent via the internet. A PDF copy of a new rock, rock autobiography. Wow. That, that, is it a big famous, famous big, rock big star? Name. Big name. Who, who have you sat around thinking, I, I, hope, I hope they write an autobiography because it would be good? Yeah, because you kind of think, that guy's had such an extraordinary life. Yeah. I, I wonder one day if he'll tell all. <laughs> yes. I wonder if he'll tell all. Yeah. I wonder if he will reveal the yeah. truth. About this this band. Yeah. Yeah. So who is it? Because he has been in the band almost since it's jam. Well, let's, let's, okay, let's, let's do a series of clues to see if you can guess. Um, he comes from around this area. And, well, and well, he only do, lives around this area that we're in now. Okay, so people listening to this all over the Oxfordshire. world. Oxfordshire. Oxfordshire. The pride of England. The, the heartland of British progressive rock. Oh, there's another clue. <laughs> there's another clue. British progressive rock. You're thinking it, now, you're thinking, oh, God, I hope it's the bassist in Radiohead. You are. That's you what are. you are. But, but, I hope he's also, decided to reveal all. Also, um, uh, Someone who is one of the true classic exponents of the widdly widdly. It is. He is the widdly widdly. Narrowing it down now, he has the same initials as one of the major towns around. You see, people are already ahead of you now. They know exactly who you're talking about. They're all going. That dude's written. That's one book I got to get. And that is the reason that when I received the book via pdf and opened it across it has it's 270 pages long they Ooh. expect me to read 270 pages how to can review. you cram a life like that into, into just two, but, 270 but he has pages done, he has done and across each of the 270 pages in huge red letters across every single page diagonally from bottom left to top right it says review copy <laughs> But in bright re- red letters. So you can't read it. <laughs> so essentially you can't read it. But in fairness, there's a reason for that. Because, because when you hear the name, you'll yeah, go, well, like, it, it's like if J.K. Rowling's not going to do Harry Potter 8 or 7 or wherever she's up to. Harry Potter and the Crock of Shit. Yeah, Harry Harry Potter and the Crock of Gold. Harry, Harry Potter and the uh, non-judgmental listen, anti-trans. Well, listen, we're, we're being we're being a a bit facetious about it surely but if, not but if I was her I'd be sitting thinking I ju- if I <laughs> all I need to do is sit down and type the words Harry Potter and the money starts flowing in have I'd be you, extremely tempted even if Harry's now you know in his 50s and well, I tell into you what, progressive rock maybe I don't know if you've heard this particular fact but um, uh, I know because I'm, I'm in publishing yeah. you know but <laughs> <Been> <laughs> clinging on by your fingertips <laughs> Yes, I, I, I'm in that sort of, is he still alive category. Yeah, Mick Wall, um, yeah. Whatever happened to him? Yeah. I read some of his books a long time ago. Um, now, I heard she was working top secret 
on a sort of X-rated version <laughs> to be called, to be called, to be called Dirty Harry Potter. Dirty Harry. And the Magnum. Yeah, that would be quite good. Dirty Harry Potter yeah. and the... the Very good. Because J.K. Rowling, uh, then I discovered this, uh, she write, then started writing a series of detective novels. Under, under, the, under a man's name. Uh, under a man's name. But one of them, the entire plot hinges around a Blue Oyster Cult song. No. It does. Can I try and it guess does. which one? I can't remember which one. It's not Don't Fear the Reaper. It's not Don't Fear She's the Reaper. She obviously is a, is, a, is a closet BOC fan because it, was, it, wasn't, it went in quite some depth. It wasn't Godzilla. No, it wasn't. It World wasn't. Earth on Fire. World it, no, on it was. Fire. Qu- it was quite a. It was quite an obscure Blue Oyster Cult wow. song. Yeah. So J.K. is a is a B.O.C. fan, wow. big time. Wow. No doubt about that. Wow. But anyway, explains a anyway, lot. J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling aside, this so, person, this this book has arrived and unreadable, but, unreadable in its current form. But think, I struggled on. But but in fairness, though, if someone was to. Uh, I know it's a PDF, but I don't know if you would print it out or what you'd do. But if you left it lying <laughs> around, print it out. <laughs> if you left it lying around <laughs> in your car on a park bench, because I know you're big on park benches. Yeah. If you sort of left it lying around, it oh, would, and it stolen, hot property, mate. Fall into the wrong, wrong hands. hands. They're going to pirate it, and and the the author of this tome is going to miss out on massive two or three hundred quid, probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's a strong statement. Um, no, so, so gonna, go on, go on. It's going to shift a few. Is it? It's going to shift is a it, few. Is it? Well, I think can't the subtitle. I can't remember the subtitle. I have to look up the subtitle. You're going to look it up. It's called. The book is called. It's called something like. I don't know if this is exactly right. This I'm is paraphrased. Great, by the way, this is great uh, broadcast uh, gold here, waiting for you to s- s- look, look up at your phone. The, t- the yeah. first line of the subtitle is Marillion. I know that. Ah, now there's a clue. It's something Let me see. Widdly, widdly, Marillion. Initials of a town around... Well, not M-K, that. M.K. Like Milton M.K. Milton Keynes. M.K. Yeah. for Milton Keynes. Which or is, M.K. for... Come on, don't hold us in any uh, more suspense. I don't, well, uh, well, yeah, M.K. for Mr. Mark Kelly of Marillion. Who? <laughs> Sorry, that he's a close personal friend of you because you were in one of the few pages that I could read. Oh, really? It mentioned you. It said we had we found another journalist called Mick Wall, and we put him in a lift naked and pressed the lift button down to the ground floor. I don't think we were in a hotel. That, that's not the actuality. Is that no? You're going to say now that's not accurate? No, it's not accurate, and I, I'll tell you why. Well, you, I, you know who you need to speak to, Mark sh- Kelly. Oh, Mark Kelly. Um, now, I'll tell you what happened. I was in Fashes Hotel Room. Aye. 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 It was like 3 a.m. And a strong drink had been taken. And um, he was being interviewed by Carol Clark for a Melody Maker right. piece. And, I'm, and I was hammering on the door going, fucking let me in. Were you naked? In. No, not yet, no. So I go in. I so go you in stripped and then went in? No, no, I'm fully clothed at this point. Cloak, Why tricorn though? hat. And, uh, well, I thought that I was go. your whole thing. It was like the minute you got in the hotel and you stripped off, that was your thing. No, not on this particular occasion. <laughs> I, I was determined to sabotage the Melody Maker interview, and uh, which he absolutely hated because it was very serious. You know. So I go in there utterly gonzoed, 
and promptly pass out on his bed while he's still sitting there talking to the journalist about problems, problems. Uh, problems with the wife, problems with the band. <laughs> problems, problems. So um, the next thing, I woke up. Well, can you get off your phone? I'm trying up? to open the Mark Kelly book oh, so you can see it. Um, I've downloaded the whole fucking 270 <laughs> pages onto my phone now. I'll probably never get it off. I, are you listening? I, I am. I'm up. listening. God, I, you're such a prima donna. You're like, if, if we're not making if, eye contact, if people are, I need like, the eye contact. You see, so I wake up completely naked in the right, hotel look, here corridor. Go, here you go. Look, that's page one. There's the <laughs> copy stamped over it. Look, I'll, I'll put that on the uh, on every book you ever write. No, no, I'm going to put that picture on. Um, what, come on, what's the, what's the book called? Come here. It's called. Hang on, it's. It's called Marillion Misadventures and Marathons, The Life and Times of Mad Jack. Mad Jack. That's his nickname, Mad Jack. I told you that weeks ago. And you said, Mark Kelly? You said, no, it's not. Mad Jack? Yeah. Mark Kelly? Mark Kelly. Why is he known as Mad Jack? But I, I, I don't know. I haven't Mark got that Kelly? far in the book. I'm sure it will tell me. Mad Jack. Look, and then you go, right, look. I'm okay. known, I've known, I'm that, now, band. I'm known pa- that band for over 40 yeah. years. I've I'm now never, page one. ever heard I'm of I'm now page joke. one. Review that. Sit and read 270 pages with that stamp through it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. <laughs> oh, well, you see, when you're at that level, John, that's an, what you call an elite level of publishing. It really is. It? it really is. Yeah. So, have you read any? I have. I have. I started it, and then, and then, um, so the book arrives. It, it right, and I start going through it. And the first chapter, the prologue. Prologue. Got it open on my phone now. The prologue. Prologue. Okay. Prologue, prologue. Mark Kelly is having lunch with a promoter in 2015. Ah, riveted already. And the promoter makes the extraordinary suggestion to him that Marillion reunite with Fish. And they're all going to make loads of bumps. He says a promoter. A promoter. That was me. Yeah, see, this is why I said it. It's changed. 
now it's out in a book. It's not you. It's, it's not a, you. It's, a it's not. It's not. His name is. Fuck I'm going to tell you the fucker's name. Get the fuck. Stuart. His name's Stuart. He's in a famous Soho eatery. Late we summer. We were in the Thai restaurant in Wanty. Right. No, you. Know, this is wrong. You've got it all wrong. And I'm trying... Stuart Galbraith. Galbraith. I knew you were going to Stuart say that. Galbraith. Yeah, no, I know who well, Stuart Well, yeah, because I'd said Stuart, so you thought... Galbraith. Oh, <laughs> no, no, honestly, no, I know Stuart Galbraith. Yeah, oh, I know Stuart. You mean Stuart. Oh, oh Stuart. You mean, if you said Big Stuart. Stuart Galbraith, he was the bloke who tried to get Meridian back together with Fish. He says he was in a He's, posh right. Soho eatery. It's posh Soho eatery. Anyway, Stuart, oh, I'm going to read you a quote. I'm going to read you a quote because this is one of the few bits of the book that doesn't have review copies. <laughs> Go on. Stuart said we could play arena shows all over Europe and walk away with a decent six-figure sum each at the end of it. Decent. At this stage in our career, things were going well for Meridian, but not so well that we could retire. And here we go. Also, I'd recently split up with my long-term partner, so it was not exactly in the chips. Reuniting with Fish for a few months of our lives would, in, in exchange for a nice retirement pot would be all right. Da, I, I, da, I, I, da, I love, da, I love da. it that his ambition extends as far as when can I retire. Yeah, that's yeah. excellent, isn't it? That's it's inspirational. Good. It's good. So, that's like Axel Rose yeah. on fire. Yeah. Anyway, but he turns Hoping it down. Hoping to retire he, soon. Stuart asks him to take it to the rest of the band, and he doesn't even do that. He turns it down straight away. I quote... I didn't waste too much time thinking about Stuart's suggestion because I knew it wasn't going to work. Not least because Fish couldn't sing the old songs anymore. His voice had sadly deteriorated Whoa. over the years, either through age, smoking, drink, drugs, <laughs> genetics. Genetics! Genetics! You know what that means, Or you? a combination of all of the above. Genetics! What, getting old? No, fat. That's what he's talking about. <laughs> Genetics or a combination, all of the above. He wasn't the singer he once was. Oh, yeah, well, maybe you weren't the Glee keyboard player you once were, Mark uh, Kelly. He's not even the best keyboard player in Meridian, anyway. Steve Hogarth is. <laughs> no, but no anyway, he is. But anyway, but no, but then I stopped, so I got to that bit and I thought, actually, maybe he's going to spill the beans here. Maybe right. he's going to go for it. You know, it that whole story book. is bullshit. That's what you're saying, but you'll say... You might have had the same conversation with him, but you understand someone else might have had the same idea simultaneously. No, because he and I went to a, a dismal little Thai place in Wantage, because it was sort of handy halfway point between where we both lived. We had a very pleasant meal, and I got straight down to it. And the reason I was doing that was because me and Dante Benuto uh, and his Your label friend. and Universal and all that stuff... Um, Co concocted this idea that we could get them back together, specifically 2015, because that would be the anniversary of misplaced childhood. Right. And uh, anyway, uh, cut a long story short, it was arranged that if I could pull off this remarkable coup, I might, as Mark Kelly says, be in the chips. Yeah, you'd be in your chips. Well, you were getting a little finder's fee. Well. Know, more sort of consultancy, executive, yeah, consult executive production, executive producer. Yeah, plus a book, Did you plus a documentary. Yeah. No, no, seriously. So I went to uh, meet him, and uh, it was lovely to see him again and all that stuff. And he was really taken aback by the whole suggestion. And I said to him, "Look, you just do the big bonanza, you know." Uh, and he goes, oh, "You know, problems, problems." I said, "Look." 
all the bands are getting back together that hate each other. It, it's now the modern way. You mm. have your own dressing room. I said, look at fucking Guns N' Roses. You have your own dressing room. You don't even see the guy till you're on stage. Yeah. What about the voice? I went, same as everybody else, technology. There isn't a major band left in the world that doesn't augment the vocals, right? And he was like, you could see he's thinking about it. I said, and then you get the book, the film, the dirt, the dirt, the comp, the box set, you know, the whole yeah, fucking thing. That. Reissue with, the album. With new tracks. Yeah, new, yeah, this track we magically found down the back of a sofa. Yeah, no, all, no just make yeah, a couple. They're all you know. doing it. Yeah, mm. they're all doing it. And uh, and I said, I told him, I said, I'm talking to Universal, and they're saying festivals, arenas. And he said, you know what, I like that. Um, he said, I'll have to take it to the rest of the band. He said, I know exactly who'll be against it. I know exactly who'll be for it. He said, but I'll give it a go. I said, what about Hogarth? He said, I think Steve would be fine if we said to him we're going to do a year. He's always talking about doing a solo album. No, it was real, It was a proper yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah. So this goes on. I hadn't spoken to Fish yet because I felt, he said to me, you've already spoken to Fish, haven't you? I yeah, said, no. Yeah. I said, I don't need to, Mark. What's he going to say? No. He'd yeah. fucking break a leg to be back. He'll cycle back. down here. Well, it depends on the genetics. If he can get, if he, if he can get a bike, if he's big enough, yeah, yeah sturdy <laughs> enough for his genetics. Um, and uh, he said, "All right, I'll take it to the band." And um, very productive meeting, as they say. As they say. And then he rang me a couple of days later, and we thought he said, "No, nah, nah. I can't get it part." And you know who it was? Non-starter. Ding, ding, ding. Mm. What's the guitar solo from Kaylee? Is it? Yeah. That was a bit of ACDC <laughs> oh, going on there. Oh, stop it. So that's, the, that's how the book opens. Then it goes back to the start of Mark Kelly's life. <laughs> yes. In fairness. It starts. That's how it starts. The, a, a completely made up load of old bollocks. That's, you say it's made up. That's not. Because he says to Stuart Galbraith, nah, the fish thing ain't going to work, but can you book us into the Albert Hall? Did you say that to him? No. No. Well, he well, said that to Stuart Galbraith. He says that to Stuart Galbraith. Well, why would he say Stuart, that to me? Well, I'm not a promoter, am I? No, but he says it to Stuart Galbraith, and he does book him into the Albert Hall, and they do do a very triumphant gig at the Albert Hall, Oof. which is how the first chapter ends, and then it goes back to the start. But... I'm reading this. I'm going through. It catches my interest because this bloody stupid review thing. And I start reading through things. Oh, get to the bits about John Arneson. Right? I've got to read those. Oh, yeah, great, you know. great, great, great. So, so there's all the boring stuff about, you know, the, how they started and all the rest of it. How he took up the keyboard. Um, but Which you get, couldn't read but, yeah. in a much better version yeah. in my book. Get, gets to the start of the Market band. Market Square yeah, Heroes. Like they make... They make uh, uh, script and fish is you know fish becomes gradually crazier and more power crazed as they go along he said their final i mean he's very good on the fact their final arguments when they all split up are over just stupid things you know it's just the build-up problems, problems. Yeah. so they end up having a row about the fact fish has paid money for a, a stage suit like a furry stage suit <laughs> that he's that. wearing it yeah that he's wearing at gig and they all hate it, and they have an argument about that. And then they have an argument over who's going to get ownership of um, the paintings that Mark Wilkinson did for the album covers. Oh, right, yeah, they yeah, that because, rings a Because they yeah. bought them off Wilkinson, and then they were go and, and Mark Kelly suggests they divvy them up. And Because there's, there's not just the album covers, there's like a single and the 12-inch and all that. And they all take one that 
that means something to them you know so uh, he suggests that fish like no I want all of them and then, well, they were and then fish's concept yeah, but so, so fish does take all of it and then he writes something like um, but he ruined them because he put them in his studio in Haddington in the sunlight and they're all faded away and I thought well, how does he know how that how does he know that I don't know how I don't that. see a welcome so, mat at Haddington so alarm bells are going off at this point He's very frank about fish and the band. He's very frank oh, about the fact... When you he's say very he's very frank, what you mean is he has a right old dig? He, he does, but he also says, like, he and fish were great friends, but fish sort of used this as a way to drive divisions in the band. So fish would be friends with Mark. They they fire two of the early members of the band. Who were rubbish. Diz Minute. Diz Minute on bass, and, couldn't and play. Bra- yeah, some other guy. And Mick Pointer on Mick drums. Pointer, they fi- then they fire Mick Pointer. Who, if you listen to scripts, he's a terrible yeah. drummer. Yeah, they do. They admit, yeah, Missling, it comes, they fire Mick All Pointer. All this is in my but, much better book. But at the, at the time, Mark Kelly has got his girlfriend pregnant. And they get, Susie. They, yeah, they get married and have the kid and all of a sudden he feels very vulnerable because he's the only one of the band who's married he's the only one of the band who, member of the band who's got a kid um and he keeps thinking a fish might kick me out because of this Susie wants to come on tour the fish vetoes it then then fish gets a girlfriend he gets tammy, tammy. yeah yeah right who, with who, the who mysteriously with the who mysteriously is allowed to come on tour and then mark has to go home and break it to his wife yeah yeah to break it to his wife who's been at home for like three years because <laughs> oh uh actually yeah fish has taken his girlfriend on the road yeah, I, I see so no that, problems with so any he, of you know he's really very good on this kind of actually these are the real problems this is what's really going on but the arguments end up being about these stupid, stupid things. Thing. You know? Well, that's always the Which way. Is isn't it? But in the middle of this, they, they, they you know, they, as they get bigger, they get, they get big time management. They hook up with John Arneson, who was. Oh, hang on, I, I thought I well, no, Peter Mensch or something. Well, no, they were going to go with um, the guy who does Genesis, uh, Tony Smith. Yeah, Tony Stratton. Tony Smith? Stratton Smith, yeah. and that all falls apart for whatever reason, and they don't. They end up. Someone says, "Look, speak to this guy, John Arneson. He's it." Do you know Peter Mensch did approach? He, he, he did, and they didn't. And what they what they decided they wanted was a manager who was just going to manage them. They didn't want someone right, who had right. a roster of right. bands and so on yeah, and so not forth. Not a good business. Probably decision. not. Probably, which he later says, probably wasn't the right thing to do. Thunder had a guy that only managed them. Yeah, and and Doc McGee, who I worked on his book. Um, I don't know what's happening with that, but I spent a lot of time with Doc in 19. And uh, he was saying, bon jo- the reason he split with Bon Jovi was because John, this is after Moscow and Motley had gone, and he's got other bands, Scorpions, all these other bands, but John Bon Jovi says to him, no, you just manage me or I'm off. And Doc said, uh, no. Yeah. And so I asked him, and yeah. he said, because if that's your only client, you can never say no to them mm. because where are you going to go? You, yeah, what, I mean, I think I, I mean I know it does. I mean, uh, uh, I think Russia are a good example of somebody who just had one manager their whole career, didn't manage other bands. Yeah, that's so why did, no one's ever heard yeah, of them. Yeah, and it, so it can work, but but uh, Arneson, no John Arneson, John Arneson, was, John Arneson was a bit of a character. He certainly say. was. And he, again, the book is very frank about the uh, way the money was divided. 
and he, uh, uh, when fish splits it ends up in this massive massive row about the publisher but also makes several quite pointed remarks about john arneson's cut and the fact that john arneson went into rehab and and i'm reading this thinking has this book been legaled yeah, because yeah. it's a small publisher and if if you don't know in publishing um certainly when you're with a major publisher if you're writing non-fiction actually even if you're writing fiction one of the books yep. i wrote was heavily legal because it, it 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 was it was fiction but let's we say sort of lightly disguised as we say was it what they used to call a, a, a how do you say a romantic romantic clay romantic, yeah. oh clay yeah i used to say ro- romantic romantic yeah clay which is you know something based on life you know yeah. um and these things are heavily legal it's expensive to get a legal read you need a specialist libel lawyer mm. it co- you know it can cost sort of seven eight hundred quid have you um, have you have you read the whole book yet? Because I haven't got through the whole book yet. I got to one key bit, and I've re- reading all this, going, being very frank here about and certain. Yeah, things. and then it gets to the point where when Fish is about to leave, he writes the band a letter. Yeah, and uh, Mark Kelly writes in the book, "I'm not going to quote you the letter on the advice of my lawyer." Oh. Now, if you remember, the, there's a very famous legal case involving letters written i think by princess diana right where right yes the person who the letter is to owns the physical letter but, but the, the person who wrote right, the letter right, owns the copyright right. so you can't go around right. quoting it. And, it and it's also privacy laws yeah privacy laws and so on and so he doesn't quote the whole letter from fish um, which <laughs> but he kind of lets you know what right, it was about right, yeah um so I thought, yeah, well, then maybe he has had a lawyer read it. And maybe all this stuff has been, you know. I, I think on the advice of my lawyer, it is almost eu- euphemistic. You know, it's sort of one of those things you say, isn't it? Like, I'd love to no, tell no, you, but, but that on was, the but advice that, but that was a general. But, I mean, if you'd had no legal training at all, it wouldn't occur to you that you couldn't quote from a letter that was sent specifically to you. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, so I don't know. So I got to the point where they sp- – and, and then they get Steve Hogarth, and that's quite good because – what what you were saying about Hogarth probably wouldn't be bothered, you know. They sort of had to kind of convince him to join the band. Well, they weren't cool. They were because they were cool, cool. And he was cool, you know. He and 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 so yeah, I, that kind of sits with. Yeah, he's a very laid back kind of an extremely talented musician. I mean, Ma- Mark yeah. said to me way back in those days. He goes, "Oh no, it wasn't Mark. Wouldn't have been Mark. Uh, it was someone else saying." Um, Mark got a a bit of a wake up call when Steve joined. He he, he says the same Be- thing in the book. Hogarth's he said, he said a he, better keyboard. He said, player. yeah, he was a really good keyboard player. And what particularly put him out was when Steve would write something on keyboards, and then he would Mark would play it right. for the recording. And he said, actually, which makes perfect sense. Actually, I would never get it quite like Steve because obviously you you know yeah. when you write something you yeah. you the way even the way you touch the keys yeah. is is an individual thing. Yeah. So it's if like he, when I touch the keys on my well, laptop. Exactly, the it's magic. Very indiv- the the magic, magic that's where the magic yeah, happens. Yeah. So they've reached this kind of balance in terms of who does what, you know. This um, this this stuff about. But he does tell a bluff. I tell you, he tells a blinding anecdote. Going back to Tony Iommi and the Cossack hairspray. <laughs> gets to the point where he's losing. Dark lo- n- gets black to, Gets to the point quite early in his career. Fish is still in the band where he's losing his hair. Right, right. And right. It, it, it's that's from the it's, beginning. It's either it? his wife or someone else in the band says to him, oh, you know, maybe you should do something about that. And he's a bit flushed because they've all just got a royalty check. And Arneson keeps doing this thing where 
in, in return for future royalties, he keeps getting big advances, right, so right, they right. never earn out. Right, so they right, end right. up in hot a familiar, their, like, tale. a familiar tale. But they get this advance or whatever. And he said, I'll go to this place in Harley Street. And he gets measured up for a wig. <laughs> he goes, and he, it's funny. He goes, I, I measured up for this thing and I lay out like it was about 1,500 quid or something. He goes, I wrote a check. Who did Mark? Mark. Yeah, oh, goes, right. Mark goes, got fitted for yeah, a goes, wig. Right. Fit for a wig. Right. I goes, no, no, Mark gets fitted for a wig. And he goes, <laughs> I wrote a check, 1500 quid. And he goes, I walked out of there. And I was walking up the road and I thought, you idiot. And he <laughs> turned around and went back and screwed the check up and said, I'll just have to go bald, you know. So I thought, fair play to you. you know? I, I thought you were going to say they'd fitted the wig <laughs> and he wrote the check. No. And as he's walking down the street, <laughs> it blew, off. blew off. That would have been funny, wouldn't it? You know? That happened to yeah. me once. After mm. I'd already lost all my hair or shaved it off, because you know it's still there if I yeah. want it to be yeah. at the back, you know. I was walking down a Didcot Broadway, <laughs> yeah. that famous in, that thoroughfare, that thoroughfare, yeah. that street of dreams, yeah, the that street of boulevard dreams. of yeah. broken dreams. Yeah. Wearing a baseball cap, and um, the local girls' school had just come out, and there were all these giggling teenage girls everywhere and it was a really windy day and I'm just walking down the street and my cap just went and as it hit the deck it kept going oh, yeah. so I'm trying to pick it up and just so I'd get to it it'd blow a bit further and blow a bit and, I, and these that girls, was just the wind taking the piss that was the wind taking not as much as the girls were taking the piss though. <laughs> that was my that's my abiding memory when I'm on the couch with my head shrink uh, that's the one we always start with anyway um we're running a bit out of time. Running a bit Were short there any of more time. exciting news? No, I think that was the best thing I had was the Mark Kelly book, which I will, in time for a future issue, I will finish it and I'll tell you how it ends. Can't wait. Because he invents crowdfunding. That's the other bit of the book. Right, right. Yeah. I, my last thought is is if he's giving everybody, you know, he's an unflinching in his portrait of fish and all this, is he as unflinching in his portrait of himself? I think he, I think he is because he <laughs> seems to be... Uh, the uh, the book ends getting married for about the five hundredth time. <laughs> so, right, right, yeah, right. But does he talk about? Oh know, yeah, all oh, the yeah. oh, you, oh, you're yeah. gesturing towards your nose, if he as if cocaine were him. <laughs> it wasn't just it, him, fish, the producers, John Arneson. They're all beaking it up like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I was in the room. Right, John. Thank you, and uh, and good night. Yes. 